Morning, Sergeant Major. How do you know what kind of goddamn day it is? Beautiful morning, Sergeant Major. Are you a fucking weatherman now? Okay, kids, here we go. Next seminar up December 8th through the 10th with just a few spots left. Then February 9th through the 11th. Then April 12th through the 14th. Next coach's workshop is going to be February 3rd on Long Island. This is open to all levels, folks that are trainers, folks that are group fitness instructors, or people that just want to get better at coaching the barbell lifts. The camp will go through the methods and principles of starting strength, getting stronger with barbells. Participants will take each other through the five-step deadlift setup, and there is a discount available for active personal trainers, so check out the link for details. Training camp's going on, self-sufficient lifter camp, January 13th in Wichita Falls, and then May 18th in Omaha, Nebraska, Testify Strength Conditioning. This camp will take you through the squat, the press, the deadlift, how to film yourself, and how to diagnose your own technique. Squat camp, January 6th in Queens, New York, that'll be in Astoria. Then a press and bench press camp, January 20th on Long Island. Also on Long Island, a deadlift and power clean camp, December 2nd. And then a squat and deadlift camp, December 16th in Greenville, South Carolina at Block Haven. For three lift camps, we have a squat, deadlift, and power clean camp with the Soul Brothers in South Korea. That's going on December 17th. And then finally, our new rehab, injury, and pain management camp. This is for clinicians, coaches, trainers, or lifters that want to just get better at using the basic barbell lifts to deal with chronic pain and injury rehab. The first of those will be January 6th in Katy, Texas at Starting Strength Katy, and then February 3rd in Chicago at Starting Strength Chicago. Speaking of Starting Strength Gyms, Starting Strength Gyms for the holidays are running our promotion for half off your intro session. Normally $185 value, you can buy a gift card to give to somebody that needs to get stronger and get half off their intro. For more details, head over to startingstrengthgyms.com and check out the banner at the top of the page. And congrats to our latest Starting Strength Gym to open, Austin and Sunset Valley. This will be our second gym in Austin. This one's going to be south of the river, which is convenient because Austin is a pain in the ass to get across. So check them out if you're in the area. And as usual, for more information on anything that I've talked about, head over to strongstrength.com and check out the right-hand side of the homepage. From the Asgard Company Studios in beautiful Wichita Falls, Texas, from the finest mind in the modern fitness industry, the one true voice in the strength and conditioning profession, the most important podcast on the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, starting Strength Radio. Welcome back to Starting Strength Radio. Uh, we're going to start off like we always do with the comments from the douchebags. And uh, then we're going to get into a, what will be, I hope, a rather interesting conversation about uh, a hot topic in strength and conditioning. <laughs> Hypertrophy. <laughs> Yeah, we've done a show about hypertrophy recently, but we're gonna we're gonna do another one because it just causes so much fucking confusion. But we'll get to that later. See my new shirt. Everybody, see my new shirt. Very cool. Isn't that cool? Very cool. You can be the owner of one of these shirts. It's in our store, uh, in Floral Heights Cafe, nine oh seven Van Buren, Wichita Falls, Texas. It was a landmark here in Wichita Falls for decades. Best chicken fried steak on the surface of the planet, except the one I make, which is real, real good. But, uh, you know, he made pretty good chili. Dude, you like that chili? Yeah, it was good. You know, I had, uh, had some eggs today. Put four eggs on the plate, put some cheese on the eggs, and then Put a bunch of that chili on top of the eggs. God, man. That's that was my, good. Five eggs is my breakfast every morning in that a big bowl good. of cereal. I just had four because I, I had all that chili on it. Man, that, that was a good batch of chili I made. I made it a little different than I did it in the cooking show. I didn't use any beef. Hmm. I had uh, venison? Some ground venison and some ground lamb. And then I had a, a piece of a venison roast that I cubed up and put in there. And then I put in a package of Owen's Country Sausage. Mm. And uh, 
seemed like there was something else. I can't remember. You said coriander. Cori. Well, I was, that's the, that's not meat though. Oh, you're talking about the meat. I, 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 yeah. No, I had. Uh, I put uh, the regular, you know, onions. Onions chopped up pretty small and uh, boiled down, and then I put uh, the Bueno Foods mild red chili powder and some cumin, bunch of cumin, and I ground up a bunch of coriander and put it in there. Man, what a wonderful flavor this chili had. God almighty, it was good. Anyway, Daddy didn't make it like that. He did the simple way, but it tastes similar. Similar stuff, man. All right. Do we have to do this shit this week? Yes. All right. So here is... Uh, Wait a minute. We don't have to if you don't want to. You are the boss here. All right. Let's let's do it. All right. It'll kill 10 minutes. All right. <laughs> And let's begin this, just as soon as I work up the courage, begin this week's installment of comments, comments. from the haters. We got to come up with a different word than haters, don't you think? I think it's too late to change it. I think it is. <laughs> yeah. Precedent demands that mm-hmm. we... <laughs> Keep calling them haters. Mm-hmm. So many other words I can think of. Yeah, haters is kind of to describe these people. Comments from the haters. TM now. Yeah, yeah. We still need to make a comments from the hater shirt. Just have a I list. How we do that? Just have a list of the best comments from the haters on the <laughs> oh, back of the shirt. Well, we could do that. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Know, that'd sell, wouldn't it? I think it would. <laughs> All right. Well, and you know how much interested we are in money, so let's 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 think about putting a haters shirt together. <laughs> Those of you that think that's a good idea, let us know. All right. Okay. Somebody by the name of Stephen Clark says nothing elite about this crap. What's the video? Misinformation about the starting strength program. Uh, I wonder if you claimed any of it was elite. I don't remember that. The whole thing right there. All right. This is regarding five. Why isn't 531 working for me? Starting strength radio clips. And and I don't remember that. That That's a a while ago. Yeah, it's a long time ago. This guy says. So glad I stopped listening to anything Rip has to say. But yet, but yet he's <laughs> watching yeah, yeah. that video, he's listening pouring to through the goddamn videos, looking for things <laughs> to listen to. Uh. Silly. Okay. Now, this is regarding you should weigh three hundred pounds. Uh, from these these Starting Strength Network previews. Having 50 pounds of excess abdominal fat will cause metabolic syndrome, whether you're 5'4 or 6'4. Thanks. Thus, completely missing the point. Uh, Do they just read the title? I guess they Can I just read it? Because that guy was 6'7. It's it's easier. I I remember the call clearly. The guy was was 6'7. He weighed like two and a quarter. Exactly. It was like 245, 225, or some shit. Some ridiculous thing like that. Yeah, but you know, I think <laughs> details, details, you know. All right, the novice linear progression, your first 30 days, is the reference. That looks like a picture of Ray on there. Yeah. Doing something. That sounds right. How to squat for no quad gains, <laughs> bend forward from the first rep. <laughs> he thinks we're about quads. <laughs> or that you don't use your quads when you well, bend your knees. You don't use your squ- quads when you squat. All right. All right. Here's one. This is this is good. Trap bar. Our friend, the trap bar video, continuing to pay rich rewards all these years later. He might have a cogent 
or compelling case <laughs> if he wasn't wearing heels <laughs> rather vitiates his criticism. He's talking about your boots. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. I he really must be don't. talking about your boots. <laughs> apparently an English major, though. So, All right. No one is going to go to another website to watch a video of you making stuff that a kid could make and that half the country is already aware of. Man, about a thousand people. chili pie. Yeah, about a thousand people disagree with our friend. Well, they're fools in he, of course. Well, that's true. The arbiter of popular culture. Uh, let's see, trap bar. I remember another trap bar. Yep. He might have a... No, that's the same one. That's the same one. Same guy? Same comment. Bree, fire Bree. All right. Done. The, the, Bree or fired. Bree, look what you've done here. All right. You guys, you guys have witnessed the firing of Bree. The firing She's out. of Bree. Uh, Finally, fuck. Have to Listen. parade her through here. Take her badges off. <laughs> That's right. Shame. Problem Shame. Is, problem is that she doesn't have a sense of humor, so she probably thinks we're being serious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to call you. She's really upset. Really? <laughs> Am I really fired? I'm sorry. I won't do it again. <laughs> uh, no, she, she'll show up. <laughs> she'll just drive over here. Drive over. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Olympic American Olympic weightlifting coaches are dated. Uh, I, I was really hoping that would get some good comments. Oh, it got one. It says, "How many Olympic lifters has Rip coached?" Oh man, that's original. Sixty or seventy? <laughs> is that enough? Sun Tzu? Is that enough? <laughs> is that enough? That there I were a lot of or there were a lot of comments on that video, but they were um, just the typical dumb shit. Yeah, I never see those. Where, where were the comments? They're on folks? YouTube. Mm -hmm. yeah, YouTube. On YouTube yeah. uh, I never Nobody ever sends me the clips on YouTube. Any, so anytime. I don't have an opportunity to enjoy the comments. Anytime I post anything that says Olympic in yep. it, it's oh, all. Everybody has an opinion. It's right. it, That or talking about uh, D1 coaches. Yeah. Coaches in general. Right. Back when I just listened to the podcast. I heard Nick's voice and always pictured a young, handsome man. <laughs> needless to say, look at the him fucking time, smile. This needless, smiles. needless to say, <laughs> the first time I saw his face on YouTube, I was horrified. <laughs> horrified is what he said. Keep him coming. Oh man, anything to make Rip smile. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> here's, here's, this one's much better than that. All right. <laughs> This is the people are scared of Nick. <laughs> How could you be scared of the man who looks like the synthesis of all six members of the village? Pit? I saw that one. I saw that one. I love that. Yeah, that's good. I love that one. <laughs> all six members. Of the <laughs> Nick has the power of six gay men. <laughs> oh, God. That's right. Six growing gay men. All right. Gay dudes have lots of testosterone, man. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about this episode? Is that something Bree posts? On that's from uh, that's the Spotify comment. We just learned Spotify? about Spotify comments. Oh, yeah. okay. Why doesn't this is about the exercise science? Why doesn't Rip write his own paper and submit it to every journal? Yeah, nobody. That, well, that I won't do anything. Have submitted <clears throat> papers to journals and they've been published. Deborah, <laughs> you can look me up. I'm published. Which means I'm You're in, evidence based. I'm in the literature. I'm evidence based. Right? Why doesn't Rip write his own paper submitted to every journal? Deborah, you understand that that doesn't make me any money, right? That I don't get paid for submitting papers to journals like your professors at school do. Oh, God. Complete misunderstanding of the publishing thing. We need to talk more about that. We need to get somebody else in here to, as a guest to talk about the the uh, 
the current state of academic peer-reviewed publishing. That'd be worth it. That'd be worth it. You can have Bob Santana rant about it. <clears throat> yeah. He loves to do that. Well, we'd get him on to let him talk to us about it. He's a doctor, you know. He is a doctor. Bob Santana's now. He's he is a doctor. Yeah. After all. All right. Okay. Does Ripto do anything resembling physical activity anymore? Or does he just bitch and complain? Man, you got me figured out. That's all I do is bitch and complain. And uh what is it the haters do? Damn. Right? How'd you like that? <laughs> Wasn't that devastating <laughs> retort? <laughs> that was good. Right. I know so you are. Moments. I know you are, but what am I? I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, that's this week's installment of comments from the haters. <laughs> All right, now. So, you know, there's a thread going on right now on the board that has prompted me to revisit the topic of hypertrophy. Now we talked about this recently. What was that? Before we what, four months ago, something like that. Something like that. Four or five months ago. Four or five months ago, we had we talked about hypertrophy. But I, what I want let's let's this man. You talk about a a topic that has been misconstrued by all of the ex fizz people. Ex fizz people love to measure limb girths <laughs> and call that. You know, measuring for hypertrophy. They're using DEXA scans and all this stuff. And uh, and see the the pet theory right now is that it is really the same as it was forty years ago. Because what everybody used to say was that you you use fives for strength, threes for power. And ten to twelve for hypertrophy. Completely ignoring all of the actual physiology. All right. And completely ignoring, most importantly, the phenomenology. Phenomenology is that when we take a skinny kid and we bring him in the gym, and let's say he starts the first workout today with, we end him up at three sets of five at 115. And let's say he weighs 165. He's 5'8", 165. We start him off easy, 115, three sets of five across. And the rest of his lifts are proportionate. Okay. And six months later, uh, he weighs 205, and he's squatting up about 300 pounds. He's gained a bunch of muscular body weight. Now, if he's gained if, if he's gained from 165 to 205, he's gained 40 pounds. Probably 32 or 3 pounds of that body mass increase is going to be lean body weight and he'll probably have gained about seven pounds of fat at the same time which is far as i'm concerned that's perfectly acceptable because now the guy looks like a different guy you know that is a tremendous difference in in appearance if we're concerned about appearance that's a tremendous difference in appearance and uh <clears throat> It's a tremendous improvement in his physical performance, too. Now, let me point out that none of the studies that have ever been done in peer-reviewed journals, 
that have been published about this has ever used our method of just three sets of five across going up five pounds of workout. It's never been investigated because they're stuck with the idea that if you want to get big, you've got to do high reps. And uh, it just it fascinates me that we've got tens of thousands of guys walking around that have done our program that have gained a bunch of body weight doing sets of five. And let me state right up front that when you start a kid off on a program, his novice progression, the first six to eight months of his training, will be the fastest muscular body weight growth that he ever experiences. You work him hard under the bar, and then you overfeed him, and he gets big and strong. And most everybody wants to be big and strong, so this works pretty well. And, you know, it works every time it's tried. Ray was telling me he had a 70-year-old guy at one of the one of the gyms that he'd uh, talked to just recently that had gained 30 pounds of body weight yep. at the age of 70. Right. Yep. You know, you know who I'm talking yeah. about? Yep. That's, you know, it works for everybody. This is just the way human physiology responds to stress. And we're just taking advantage of that fact. But what the human body does not do in response to a suboptimal stress like sets of 10 to 12 is it doesn't do much of anything to change because it doesn't have to. All right. So the dogma for decades and the dogma that is still being pursued by the ex-phys people is that higher reps produce better hypertrophy than sets of five. This is bullshit. <clears throat> that is not what happens. I don't care if the guy's a doctor. I don't care if it's peer-reviewed. Peer-reviewed means your buddy's approved of it. That's all it means. And they don't understand their own material. So this is from the NSCA. What is hypertrophy? Muscle hypertrophy, known simply as hypertrophy, is an increase in the size of a muscle or is cross-sectional area attributed to an increase in the size and or number of myofibrils within a given muscle fiber. So hypertrophy right. means bigger muscles, right? Right. Now, in that same in this same document, it says how it's done, lifting weights with multiple sets of 6 to 12 reps and one-minute rest for the same muscle group creates muscle damage. In the same document, it says the three primary factors that induce hypertrophic response, blah, 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 blah. The degree of mechanical tension from a resistance training session is primarily determined by intensity, amount of weight lifted. The amount of weight lifted. Now, can you lift more weight in a set of five or a set of 12? Simple question. Right. Right. Well... See, what, what all of this bullshit ignores is the fact that that's not what happens. Now, all of us in the room here have trained people for years. I've been training people for 48 years. Nick and Rusty got some catching up to do. But nonetheless, we have all had clients that we're doing high reps with what are of necessity light weights. You can't do heavy weights for high reps. That 20 rep squat shit, that, that's, that I've done that, it doesn't make you any bigger. All right, what it does do, and this is the, this is the most fascinating part of the thing, is it makes you feel like a bodybuilder because it pumps up your muscles. You get a pump, what's called a pump. The muscles engorge themselves with blood and you feel like a big, bad human male. And that lasts about a day. And it lasts about... <laughs> the rest of the day. 15 minutes. <laughs> you know. 
And then the next day, you're the same size. And again. the next day, you're Magically. exactly the same size. Yeah. Three days later, you're still the same size because you didn't do anything that made the muscles have to grow. Muscles grow in response to the load on them, and they adapt to an increasing amount of load by getting bigger in cross-sectional area. That's how a muscle adapts to produce more force. Now, what requires the muscle to produce more force? More weight on the bar. More muscle tension means more weight on the bar, unless you're on a leg extension machine. Right. And leg extension machines don't make your legs bigger because quads in isolation that's not the way the things are supposed to work and you can do leg extensions for a very long time and not make your legs grow but you put 300 pounds on your squat and guess what happened to your legs they got bigger works every time every single time it's tried you put weight on your squat your legs grow to accommodate the increasing load you increase the load on a regular basis you are driving hypertrophy. What's the best way to increase the load on a regular basis? Three sets of five across. And that's really all you need to know. And it's been proven. And it's been proven time and time and time again. It's been proven long before I started training. Back in the 30s, bright young men figured out that sets of five were the way to go. You know, and it's just, it's, it fascinates me that we still have to argue about this. Uh, and I'm, I'm just wondering about the motivation behind it. So the, a popular you thing, <clears throat> a popular thing for guys to talk about now is the total number of sets that you need to do in a given week for hypertrophy. Um, and, and it's anywhere from 30 to 50 or whatever, 30 to 50 sets, but <clears throat> that's fine. 30 to 50 sets. Okay. Um, but then it, it usually breaks down. So how many sets of squats do you do in a week on starting strength? You do 45 sets. You do uh, you do Are we counting warm-ups or not? No, no, not, not warm-ups. I mean, you're doing 15. Well, you do, you do uh, 15. Yep. Uh, no, it's, it's – No, it's, 45. For total, total including, you know, upper body up, – uh, the squat and the deadlift, right? So <clears throat> the um, – but anyway, point well, being – We're doing three sets of five three times a week. Right. So you're doing 15, three times a week. You're doing 45 heavy 45 squats reps. a week. Right, right, exactly, right? exactly. Reps per week, exactly. So then right. you, um, but then, but then they start cutting it yeah, down reps, in, in, into individual extra, individual individual muscle groups, failing to recognize that most people are not strong enough to to see the benefit of loading at that level. The system, it's not enough systemic stress. Right, right. So you you cannot have unless you have enhanced your physiology some way you're not going to see any benefit unless you apply a whole bunch of fucking stress and it has to be a loaded stress per the fucking nas nsca's recommendation right they just said load is the primary motivator for hypertrophy right so how are you going to do that in the in the average person how are you going to do it in using 10 to 12 reps in 10 a to set? 12 reps exactly That's 10 exactly 12 right. reps in a set do not adequately load right because it's a light weight. Now, let me ask you a very, very important question. This is going to be, this is going to be, there's going to be contention about this, all right? Have you ever seen anybody get big who was doing sets of 10 to 12 reps and not also doing a bunch of drugs? No. I haven't. I've been doing this a long time. A long time longer than most of you guys have been alive and I haven't ever seen that happen I've tried it myself I've done the famous 20 rep squat program a couple of times all it did was produce giant amounts of psychological stress giant amounts of psychological stress you get through with one of the fucking sets you get out from under the bar and you fall down on the platform to try to catch your breath. And for about five minutes, you think, man, 
What a thing I have accomplished. 345 for a set of 20 without racking the bar. Right. And you're all elated and shit, and then it dawns on you. Years later that you just did a CrossFit wad. (laughs) No, what it dawns on you is that, oh, shit, I've got to go to 355 next Friday. Right, right, yeah. And then the oh, shit feeling sets back in, and you spend all week dreading the idea of pushing your set yourself right up to the edge of physiologic failure and then you do six weeks of that and that's about all you can stand you can't do that more than six or eight weeks it just doesn't work you you will not be able to maintain that 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 workload for that period of time and the damnedest thing about it is is the fifth the the 20th rep is not really any heavier or slower even than the fifth rep was Right. But the more damnedest thing of all is that six weeks, eight weeks later, you're not even bigger than you were before. And not, and not any stronger either. You're certainly as hell not any stronger. Right. You're certainly as hell not any stronger. Now, you, you have accomplished, if your goal is to feel like shit, <laughs> you've accomplished that. You have felt like shit for a significant period of time after every one of those workouts but you hadn't gotten any stronger and since you haven't gotten any stronger your muscles have not grown muscles do not grow because you made them feel like shit that's not the motive it's not what motivates your muscles to get bigger muscle girth responds to load Increasing load requires increasing force production. And increasing force production is adapted to by cross-sectional area growth. And that's what makes muscles bigger. 20s, 20s, to finish this thought, 20s are never limit reps. Exactly. There's not one rep in that set not the 20th rep is not a limit rep and if it's not a limit rep in terms of the amount of force that you can produce then it's not going to produce a bigger cross-sectional area the 20th rep of a set of 20 is a limit rep in terms of here you can't breathe You've got so much lactate built up. You feel like shit. Everything feels like shit. You can't see. Your eyes kind of do that. And and it's a limit rep, but it's not being limited by your ability to produce enough force to do the 21st rep, which you could do. But if your sets of five go up, and they can for a long time. Sets of five can go up for a long, long, long time. Not just six and eight to eight months. Your sets of five will go up for years and years. Everybody that's ever gotten a great big giant ass squat, 800s, has done it with sets of five. Most of the work was done with sets of five. And yet, this persistent idea remains that high reps make hypertrophy. Well, the, the follow-on uh, argument or the second uh, factor in hypertrophy is, is they'll point to time under tension. Uh, but you can't have time under tension outside of load productively, right? Because how are you going to produce? So, so this 20 reps is a perfect example. Up until rep what are you actually grinding through the reps? Is it rep 15? Is it rep 17? Is it rep 18? It can't be 20 reps. Like, in other no. words, you don't have 20 productive reps in terms of time under tension. No. There's no the fucking way. The first 10 reps are would, one, two, Yeah, because you wouldn't be able to do it. Because it's a lightweight. Exactly. Exactly. So It's lightweight. You couldn't do 20 of them. Yeah, so you can back into the argument even that way. What What is the sweet spot? If you, if you want to talk about something like t- time under tension, what's the sweet spot where you balance load? And how long you can a- you can actually push on a fucking bar? Right. And it's 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 five reps. 
five you know, reps. It's four, four to six reps, whatever. It's four to six, five reps is the magic number. Yeah, it, it always has been the magic exactly. number. Exactly. It's exactly and right. And that's why we use it, because we have looked at this problem. You know, I'm not going to publish a paper about this, because why would I? Yep. Why do I need to publish a paper about this? If you want to know what I know, you ask me. Or you read my book, in which all of this shit's been written down. Okay? You, 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 I don't need to prove that I'm right because the phenomenology already has. Everybody that's done it our way has gotten bigger and stronger. Right. Yeah, and if you're going you to use, use a set of 8 or a set of 12 to try to get bigger muscles, the load that it would require is not something that you can even handle. That, that's fundamentally the point, right? You're not yes. you're not strong enough for those rep ranges to be productive for you. If um, you are squatting six plates, so you're squatting five eighty five for a set of five, having got there with fives. Now you want to you decide you want to see if this hypertrophy shit works. You back off to five plates to four ninety five and do sets of ten with it. I don't. I still don't think that what you're going to find is that that's productive. I don't think you're going to find that's productive. It's probably. It's ultimately more of a stress management deal. Training heavy, you right. know, Without, without the load fucking you up when you're that strong. Because mm-hmm. because you got to train. If you're a bodybuilder, how often you have to train? Every fucking day. Yeah, pretty much. You got to train every pretty day. much every day. <laughs> and if you're going to train every day, you've got to have some help with your stress management. Right. And. Boys and girls, anybody whose picture you have seen in a magazine with ripped 36-inch thighs <laughs> they're much stronger. a than lot you. of help. Yeah, and they're much stronger than and you. And they're much stronger than you are. This is a weird thing I hear they're all the time. They're handling heavier weights than you are. Exactly. This is a weird thing I hear all the time where people will say, like you'll bring up a, a body, you know, you'll talk about a bodybuilder and how big they are, and they'll say, "Well, they're not as strong as they're not as strong as, as a powerlifter, or they're not like they're not really strong." You, you well, no, you that's not true. You don't know any bodybuilders. Like, ar- go arm wrestle a bodybuilder. Yeah. See how it goes for you. <clears throat> no, you know? those guys are. No, they're fucking those, strong. If they're big, they're strong. If if a dude has twenty four inch don't arms, have, but muscles are not made of air. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. If you've got twenty four you know? inch arms and and twelve percent body fat. Uh, fucking strong Hmm. yeah i mean when uh when bodybuilding went from that classic look to those mass monsters have you seen those guys train before the weights they're throwing around it's it's big strong fucking guys it's unbelievable you know so what ends up happening is the kids (laughs) usually usually hypertrophy so people will tell me i'm doing hypertrophy usually it's in the context of a cut which I'm also in a never hypertrophy make, phase i'm in a hypertrophy or i want to do some hypertrophy training right uh for aesthetics but usually it's in the it's like the second part of that is because i'm doing a cut mm-hmm. so you're right. doing a cut to do a thing that's supposed to gain size right those, those are contradictory you can't concepts. do those you two do things, things at the same time so what you're telling me is it that you want to do lighter weights for higher reps while you're not eating to, to grow which is right. do whatever you want but you're not yeah, doing you have fun but you're not going to get big strong you eating fewer calories and less protein lifting lighter weights that's not how it works and everybody seems to think that it does work that way and i'm just not I, I I have never observed that to be the case. Well, people have equated rep ranges with hypertrophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hypertrophy equals rep range. Eight not, to twelve reps is hypertrophy. Not size, not muscle size. The other so, the other gym that I go to, there's a group of teenagers, and you know they worship these guys on TikTok that are, you know, got steroids coming out of their fucking ears, and they're ripped and huge all the time, and they're doing insane amounts of weight for more reps than they can do than that these kids can do sure and they're all in the back room with their shirts off weighing about 155 pounds at five nine just flexing as hard as they can <laughs> with their with their tripods out right they they have looked you know, the same they have looked the same for six months d- because they're not wanting to get bigger they just you, want to be shredded do you know how long this has been going on Forever. Yeah, forever. For sure. This has been going on for 70 years. Yeah. It's been going on since the invention of photography. Yeah. 
It's not right. new, but now you have the science to back it up. Right. Now the there's the science. <laughs> now it's evidence reviewed <laughs> journals have said. Because before it was just is, like, what is that guy doing? That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Right? <laughs> before it was, what does the biggest guy in the gym do? Not the most ripped guy. Yeah. But the biggest, strongest guy in the gym, what does he do? Well, let me do that for a while. Yeah. And that's how everybody learned all this stuff. Right. Exactly. Right. And and what we all learned was that you can do high reps with a minute between the sets if you want to. And all you'll get is fatigued and sore and small. You'll never grow doing yeah. it because we've all tried it. Mm-hmm. Those of us that have spent their lives in the weight room, like I have, I've spent my life in the weight room. We tried it your way. It doesn't work. Now, if you kids that are listening to this thing want to go ahead and try it again, we'll go ahead. All that's going to do is add to the data because it's not going to work for you either. It doesn't work for anybody. If you want to be big, you have to lift heavy weights. They carry the... What, what it, was it Ronnie Coleman said all those years ago? Yeah. Everybody wants to be a big, strong bodybuilder, but ain't nobody want to lift any heavy-ass weights. <laughs> exactly. Sorry? that's There's no more true a statement <laughs> right. that has ever been uttered. Yeah. You know? Well, and it also goes to, uh, goes to say is it's scary getting under... A heavy set of five when you're when you when you're getting up into the yeah. mid fours and you're looking at it and you're going holy shit i feel like i'm dying yeah i don't know if i can do i, can, I don't know if i can do it it's scary to do that it's not scary to get under a set of 12 no. it's not no because you've already done four sets with the same weight yeah. you know you just gotta do one more you're just gonna be out of breath yeah nothing scary about being out of breath you've been out of breath before and you got back in breath didn't you yeah right so that, that's that's not the deal but the see what we're doing with our three sets of five across on our squat is we're asking you at some point late in your novice progression six eight months after you've started training we're asking you to get under the third set of a set of five third set of three sets of five and we're asking you to squat that thing four times. And then we're asking you to decide to try the fifth rep when you don't know if you can do it or mm-hmm. not. Now, that is a different matter entirely than being out of breath. All right. This thing can crush me. I know I've got spotters, but still fighting with it to get it back up when it's too damned heavy to get back up is hard it's much harder than doing a fatigued 12th rip of a light weight it's much harder than that okay and that's why they do the other shit because it's easier I remember the first time I got into the fours, Nick was doing my programming, and I would go into work at 11 p.m., and the entire fucking night, I was thinking about, I got to get under 435 or 440 mm-hmm. after my shift. Mm-hmm. I would think about it all night long. Yeah, dreading it. I would dread it, and then I'd walk don't, into the gym. I don't gym. know if I can do it or not. Yeah, I'd walk in the gym, and, I'd look at and, the rack. And the reason for the dread was the fact that you did not know whether or not you could actually go. do the fucking work. Yep. I don't know that I'm strong enough to get up out of the bottom of the fifth rep of the third set. I don't know. And the only way to find out is to do it. Is to get under it and do it. Yep. And if you don't do that, here's it, it it's real 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 simple. You don't have any data. If you don't attempt the fifth rep of the third set, the data is, can you do it or can you not do it? That's the data. All right. Information is what you're seeking when you do that fifth rep of the third set. You want to know how heavy it really is because it's going to affect the following workout. It's going to affect subsequent programming. But it, won't, it can't affect subsequent programming if you puss out. 
See, this is what's so interesting about this approach to things. Doing five sets of 12 with a minute rep, minute rest in between the sets, is, it's just an activity. It's not training. Right? Doing three sets of five with a heavy weight. A heavy weight. A, allows you to obtain data about yourself, but it also makes you learn something about your limitations now doesn't it where are my limitations well you don't know unless you actually explore that limit you go right up to it and try you did 440 for the fifth rep of the third set you know that 440 is not the limit next time you're going to do 445 and having gone from 115 to 445 changes you in important ways. It changes your physical appearance by changing the size of your muscles, but it also changes you here. And we've talked about that from time to time. Uh, in terms of confidence and, and uh, mental growth, intellectual development, You know, exploring the edge of the envelope is where everybody learns everything, right? But if you don't explore it, you just, you know, want to see if you can do the 12th rep of the fifth set with a minute to rest with a lightweight. Well, you know, you go ahead and do that, okay? It's, but pay careful attention while you're doing it. And what you're going to find is, is you're not, you're, what is, what you think is going to happen is not going to happen. Nobody got big lifting light weights. Okay. The, the novice linear progression is an easy sell. Everybody, I think, at least listening to this will agree that that's the, the way to go. Where this shit becomes appealing is at the end when stuff starts to get hard and you're thinking about what to do next. And that's when, these ideas start creeping in about going on a cut yeah, or doing no, you're right about doing that. hypertrophy or doing power building. God, one of the stupidest fucking terms that's ever been coined. Power um, building. I'm not really sure what that, what that even actually means. means. It's doing it's doing barbell lifts for higher reps, basically, yeah. um, right. for aesthetic purposes, right? So the uh, so anyway, um, the 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 truth is folks that the way that you are going to get bigger and look better is with a heavier a progressively heavier weight and that gets harder to do after you're a novice right so the there is an appeal because you've been busting your ass for the last 6 months or 4 months or 8 months or whatever it is mm -hmm. to to convince yourself that hypertrophy meaning higher reps lower weights uh, is the way to go. You're still working hard. Like if you do, if you do four sets of eight, that shit sucks. Oh, it's horrible. But it's not. But it's, not it's not easy. It's not. It's just not productive. It's not a stress that's going to make right. you stronger and therefore not going to make you bigger and not make you look better. Right. You're just going right. to stay where you're at. And I get these people all the time. They get they they hire a coach and uh, they go into some complex programming that has shit like transmutation phases and realization, all this bullshit, um, or, or just RPE-based programs. And these people don't, you know, they stick with it because they're working hard. Like, they're, they're, they're feeling productive every day in the gym. Yeah, I mean, these are motivated people who are being lied to. They're feeling the productive is. every day in the gym, but when yeah. you look back at their actual progress, these people haven't hit a PR in sometimes a year, sometimes two two years i mean you're you're essentially putting yourself through crossfit mm -hmm. um at, at that point right so mm -hmm. uh and it's it, and i said this before but it makes me look like a genius because i just come back <laughs> and i say we're gonna stop doing all this shit and you're gonna, just gonna start going really really heavy again and then it's back to monthly prs if not right. if not more frequent than mm -hmm. that right and you take a guy's press from from 240 to 265 or 270 you know it put put 60 pounds on a squat well you know, here's and here's another thing. You got a kid that's wrapping up his eight months of novice progression. He's used to being, he's used to doing PRs at least twice a week, yeah. right? You know, and suddenly he's staring down the barrel of a whole new approach that's not nearly as much fun. Yeah, he's going to PR once a week, once every two weeks. Exactly. 
so he's got to wrap his mind around the fact that here was the curve and here is now the curve. Yep. All right. And if somebody else tells you, well, this is when we're going to switch you over to hypertrophy and you're going to get huge. Well, you have to realize legs with light weights. No, that's not how it works. You have to realize your strength gains after you have hypertrophied. What now? (laughs) Right. Exactly. Your your strength will be realized after you've hypertrophied for for a period. That's that's the that's the selling point. Realized. What does that actually mean? I guess you'll just magically hit a PR. Except you don't. Except you don't. Except you don't. Unless it's an estimated. Then Ah, for sure it goes up. Well, estimated. Oh, yeah. Then for sure it goes up. But at actual PR, it it, it stops happening pretty fucking quick. Well, do you start? Well, I mean, they wouldn't be PRs. Estimated cock length. (laughs) Nine and a half, obviously. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously. So here's the thing, and I've talked about this in the the programming discussions, but. if if you find yourself in a situation where you're switching programs and you're excited about it, you're fucking it up. It never gets easier. Mm-hmm. No, there, it never gets easier, and everybody understands no. this. Who, like, there are days that are going to feel better. You might you might be more excited. Like, if you're a volume person, you might be excited about your five by five squats. Um, if you're like a heavy, you like heavy stuff, you're going to be excited about your intensity days. But that shit sucks, and it has to get it has to get worse in terms of in, in terms of what you're doing because stress has to increase. Stress never goes down. It only goes up. No. If stress goes down, you, adaptation goes down. You don't make a PR for two years. That's right. Yeah. The first. If you don't make a PR for two years, then you have failed to provide sufficient stress to drive right. a PR. And it, that's not a complicated analysis, is it? Yeah. And provided that You we, know, realization and what's the, what's <laughs> transmutation. the other? Transmutation. Transmutation. That sounds religious. That's, that's, <laughs> you know, the Dalai Lama came up with those ideas right <laughs> but but look you have to agree that with the with the most basic premise that strength increasing strength is what gets you hypertrophy and performance improvement right and that's our that's increasing our fun- force production mm-hmm. sure under the bar yeah. is what makes muscles grow. and that's our primary and argument increasing it- force production comes from you putting five more pounds on the bar than you did last time the- and this is really not any more complicated than that yep a a muscle that is forced to lift a heavier weight will adapt by growing. Right. And it's so much more and, simple. And that's a, all there is. Yeah, too. it's so much more simple from a program perspective. My lifters, my clients are all extremely average people, and I'll put their progress up against anybody um, and it, it, because that's the primary consideration is how often are you hitting a PR? In the squat, press, bench, and deadlift. That's the only thing that matters. And if you can't quantify these things, you're fucking around. Mm-hmm. And you're that's just, okay. You're just yeah. You're just masturbating is what you're doing. You know, if you can't say I have increased my squat weights X number of pounds over the past six months. Well, the other thing you haven't increased is your muscle size. Is your muscle size. That's right. Yep. You know, going back to the stress has to get harder and it gets harder every time. The first time I have a client actually grind under a weight, actually really work for that fifth rep. It, like that. I, t- I tell them. Bone on bone, Star used to call yeah, it. They, they come out from underneath it and they're like, man, that sucked. And I said, well, congratulations because you got a lot more of it coming if you want to get stronger. Yeah, it never gets, it, it, it never said, gets I tell any them, better. I tell them it, it gets harder from here. It gets harder from here. And then they give me that wide-eyed look like, wow, i got to do this a bunch. Yeah, yeah. it's not like anything else. It is you get more proficient so, so at it. So finally, you're training. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Finally, now welcome to the world of training. Yeah. That's exactly it. Welcome to the world of training. Goodbye to the world of just fucking around. Welcome to the world of training because it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why nobody else does it but you and me. Yeah. Yeah, and look, aside, aside we're the only ones that do it. Aside and from the technique, it, after you've worked with somebody for a few months, the technique's not the not the thing. I mean, no, it, it's not. I it's mean, not. they've already so, got all those problems so, solved. So coaches absolve themselves of the responsibility of having to guide somebody through this hard fucking process for yeah. two, three, four years. Yeah. By doing shit like this, and that's that's what it comes down to for the professionals. It's it's you're you're allowing yourself to let people do easy stuff because it's harder to do it right. Mm-hmm. It's harder to do it right. It's harder yeah. to convince a 55-year-old guy 
um, that, you know, uh, you're going to squat again next week and it's going to be heavy and it's going to suck mm-hmm. uh, and keep that guy, mo- you, know, you know, never explicitly say those things, but to keep him motivated and paying is, uh, is a difficult thing to do. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what it comes down to. This yeah. is why this shit is so prolific. And that's why we have always said we are narrow casting. If you want to appeal to a very broad market, if you if you want your client base to be from all walks of life and you want to have 300 clients, then what you're giving them has to be easy enough to retain people who are of typical levels of motivation, which means about half-ass unmotivated. They'll do it as long as it's not too damned hard. Right? But if you... Um, you know, and I, if that's the way you want to run your business, it's fine. I understand a guy's got to eat, you know. But let's not sit here and pretend between you and me that what you're telling them is actually the truth, all right? You'll have, if you've got 300 clients, you're going to have 25 of them who will actually kick some ass for you. And those are the ones that make good progress. And those are the ones that they show off. Those are the ones that they advertise to get more of the other 275. Yeah. Right? And and those type of people who are able to take the fifth rep of the third set of squats down to the bottom and drive it up when they don't know they can, those are the ones that make you the money because they're the ones that sell your little rest of your bullshit program to everybody else. Planks at RPE4. That's, that's a thing. That's a thing that was prescribed by Planks. a barbell training organization. Planks, Planks at RPE4. At RPE4. It's it's not it's not bad enough that you told the guy to do planks. Yeah. But you had to do it at RPE4. Like don't don't go to RPE5. Oh no. <laughs> You're flirting with death. And RPE three planks nah, not, not not hard not, enough. Not hard enough. You, you won't get the hat for is where it's at, man. I, it's this RPE shit. <laughs> it all goes hand in hand with exactly what we're talking about about this hypertrophy. It is permission to give yourself a very easy day. And they can't prescribe squats because that's too much like ripto. Yeah, <laughs> I got to call them something else. Sit to stand. <laughs> Sit to stand. I like that. Can we Sit start calling stand. it that? Fine with me. Sweet. <laughs> Sit to stands. It is interesting, isn't it? How uh, how strange things have become over the past few years. Um, it, it's you know it's it's a damn shame that we have to narrow cast this. It's a damn shame that we can't convince everybody to do this the right way but i guess you just have to come to grips with the fact that most people aren't going to do it most people can't do it even if they want to they can't a lot of people cannot make themselves ride the fifth rep of the third set down not knowing whether they can get back up or not they're just going to put it up at the fourth rep they're going to say man it wasn't there it wasn't there i know it wasn't there when the when the fact of the matter is is you don't know it wasn't there because you didn't try it it might have been there but you now don't know you don't know whether you could have done it or not because you pushed out and didn't even try it and you know some people just aren't capable of that you know some people aren't capable of of testing themselves at that level but if you do this program for a while you will teach yourself that you can test yourself at that level and once again forced production the the adaptation to increased force production is what makes muscles grow and nothing else does. Nothing else makes big, strong muscles except having to move heavy loads. 
time under tension, that's all bullshit. You know, what what are some of the other buzzwords that get thrown around? What what makes muscles grow is is you put five more pounds on last than you did last time and you do the same number of reps with the heavier weight, thus doing more work, thus causing the need for your muscles to grow to adapt to that increased workload. And that's all there is to this. It's not any more complicated than that. Now, if you want to do studies in your lab about what happens to muscles at the cellular level while this adaptation is taking place, that's, that's, that's a valid thing to do, you know. If, if somebody needs to do more work on, on uh, muscle physiology at the cellular level, there's no doubt about that. But what we don't need any more work on is how to figure out ways to make shit easy. We've already got that down. We have RPE. <laughs> that problem has been solved with RPE. So, you know. Well, for our, for our educated fans out there that understand most of this stuff, just eliminate the, the word hypertrophy from your vocabulary unless you're specifically talking about growing muscle size. Hypertrophy does not equal a rep range. Hypertrophy um, does not mean working 6 to 12 reps. Hypertrophy strictly means bigger muscles. Bigger muscles. And it, it doesn't mean, like, there's no such thing as a hypertrophy-based program that equals this rep range. It, it, it just doesn't exist. So, so just try to think about things more clearly um, when you're when you're talking. Like, don't say things like, I'm going to do a hypertrophy-based program, because you're already doing a hypertrophy-based program. If you go from 115 on your squat to 385 on your squat in six to eight months and your body weight goes from 165 to 205 you have hypertrophied doing sets of five that's what's happened right that's the fastest progress you'll ever make and rep ranges also don't equal body composition. That's that's nope. that's that's diet. That's nutrition. So don't body think composition doing, is one hundred. Doing six to twelve reps is not going to improve your body diet. composition. That's right. What you eat is going to improve your body composition. Yes. Yep. And while you're doing that, why don't you just continue getting stronger, and you'll have a better outcome. You'll look better, and you will, uh, and you'll you'll actually perform better. Also, these yeah. little skinny guys at the gym all think that. Uh, 165 ripped. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what it is. Is, uh, yeah. is impressive to people. Yeah. Exactly. If you are 165 and you are ripped and you have a shirt on, all I see is a skinny kid. Yeah. All I see is a little skinny kid. What is it? Abs on a skinny guy is like tits on a fat girl? That's right. Same thing. I'm going to get canceled for that. That was so, exciting. Uh, also, guys, get rid of the word power building. <laughs> yeah, that's, please. I don't even that's know what it means. Christ. That's dumb. It doesn't mean anything. You don't build power. People just like to name programs. You build strength. Yeah. Power is a kind of a genetic thing you either got or you don't oh, have. Oh, you're looking way too hard into it, Rips. Yeah. It's it's just combining the words power lifting and, and body, body building, building and making yeah. a compound word oh, power man. building. Power building. Yeah. yeah. So it's the smart way to do it because do you're using doing both. Because you're doing squats and is, deadlifts is, instead of isn't that a portmanteau? Extension. I have no idea. Here, look that word up. What is it? Portmanteau. I think it's a portmanteau. When yeah. you combine two words, it's where you combine two words like lizard breath into Elizabeth. A word blending the sounds. And combining the meanings of two others. Mm. For example, motel, motor, hotel. Motor, hotel. Brunch, breakfast and lunch. Breakfast and lunch. Podcast. Doesn't say. <laughs> podcast. Oh, iPod. Broadcast. iPod, iPod, iPod broadcast. broadcast. Yeah. Right. There we go. Right. Exactly. Shit. This is the most informative podcast. I feel so There is no more and... informative podcast on the internet than Starting Strength Radio. And... Uh, <laughs> That having been said, <laughs> and I, I think that's already rather obvious, <laughs> that having been said, we hope you guys enjoyed our 
our little effort here today. <laughs> and, uh, you know, all you haters, go ahead, line up. Line up. Kick the ball our direction. Let's see what happens. Why don't we? You guys got anything else to no, talk that's about? Enough. That's enough, yeah. You got any positive comments to make? I came in with the understanding of a child, <laughs> and now I'm leaving. With the understanding? With the wisdom of a man. With the wisdom of a man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's quite an accomplishment. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. See you next time. Bye.